Hello and welcome to another Business Spotlight interview. Today I am joined by Adam Maitland. So um, Adam, how are you doing today? Thanks very much for coming along, by the way. No, thank you. Good to see you. Excellent, excellent. So so Adam, um, first off, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? And uh, could you tell us a little bit about um, your business as well, please? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I suppose my, my background, I'm a M&A corporate finance guy by, by trade, so started life in investment banking um, and spent some time in um, leverage finance as well, working for HSBC back in the days. Um, and then possibly more interestingly, I worked for a private equity-backed um, oil field services company um, and helping them with their in-house M&A strategy um, for a period of time before before that sold in 2013. Um, after that, joined PwC uh, in their corporate finance team and uh, was focused on energy services transactions and uh, local transactions as well. So yeah, I suppose for the last 15 years, I've been involved in deals in some capacity. Brilliant, brilliant. I- and um, could you tell us? Could you tell us a little bit about your business then, um, Hutch and Merns? Yeah, um, for sure. So, so Hutch and Merns was founded in two thousand and fifteen uh, by my business partner Craig Hutchin. Um, the original premise of Hutch and Merns was about providing qualified and experienced accountants um, into companies to help out in projects. Um, so, my business partner Craig and I used to work together uh, in house. And every time I would support and, and buy a business, he was finding it was challenging to get resource um, into his team. So he looked after a team of 60 finance people worldwide. Um, and it was really difficult to go out to the market and actually get people who understood what it was like to be on that side of the table um, to come in quickly, be quite autonomous and help you with certain short-term projects. Um, so... So Craig set up the, the business to do that originally uh, with the idea of one, he himself was going out into to companies and to build a team um, of experienced technical um, accountants. So by by virtue, um, over you know, the small period of time before I joined, he was getting dragged more and more into transactions and you know, companies were asking him to support on you know, it could be business planning, it could be you know small acquisitions, it could be a bit of diligence on, on transactions. But um, yeah, he at the time didn't really have that deals capability within the business. So in 2017, I, I joined um, and jumped out to Big Four with the idea that there was a real gap to provide much more flexible, much more tailored corporate finance and corporate development support. So you know, on that journey to a transaction for a company, how do we support on the thousand things that support that, that get you there in the end um, and be cost effective and, and focus on value. So, so I came in in 2017 um, and I think at the time we were six people in the business um, in, a, in a small little office in Aberdeen. Uh, since then, we've, we've grown pretty rapidly. So we're now up to um, 50 people working. We have all been focused on providing some form of finance advisory and finance solutions. Um, we have probably 
know, changed our strategy slightly. So what ultimately we want to do is build a disruptive and boutique professional services firm um, and try and blur the lines between different service lines. So ultimately, um, and a long story is we, we have our deals business, uh, which is completely focused on transactions. And that could be M&A advice, it could be financial due diligence, um, it could be valuations, it could be a bit of strategic work for people. Uh, we have our people business, which goes back to the genesis of Hutch and Learns, which is interim employee bars that we will pass into companies to help out on projects. And some of those projects could be uh, transactions or transactional in nature. Um, and also off the back of that, we have a, a recruitment business um, and an exec search business where we uh, have a team of individuals who you know, led by accountants who can help companies find the right people to, to put into, into their company. Um, and then laterally, more recently, we have built out uh, what we call an insights business, and that's all about data analytics, how we support businesses in getting better data out of their systems to allow them to make better decisions and ultimately run their business more efficiently. So it's a long, long, long story, but that, that is ultimately it. That's that's amazing. That's amazing. In such a short period of time, you know, um, I think you said that you've went from uh, six people when you started um, to up to 50, I think it was, you said, that are up to now. That's, yeah. you know, how have you found um, that growth that, you know, and yeah. that sort of short period of time? How's, how's, how's that, how's it's, that been for you? Last year was instrumental for us. We added 20 people to our business last year uh, alone. Um, and I think the business was set up in, in a downturn, actually, in Aberdeen, um, where it was actually quite good for the business. So if you look at our competitors out there, we, we compete with uh, accounting firms, we compete with recruiters, we compete with M&A investment banks, but we don't compete with anybody across the whole story. And I think our ability to offer quite a holistic and integrated approach to, to clients has been well received, shall we say. Um, and, you know, again, be, be much more flexible in how we act for, for our clients. So um, I think what we found is demand has continued. Um, you know, certainly the interim business for us, even through COVID, was really, really busy because ultimately, whether you're having a good time or a bad time, you need, you need financial results. You need to understand your business and actually in tough times you need to understand it more um and we had this situation where companies were probably cutting full-time equivalents but you still need to report to your investors you still need to report to your banks um so so that piece was uh, was good for us and then you know the deals side of our business is last year was a record year for deals for us um and interestingly we've uh, just announced this morning that we uh, our finalist in the, the Scottish Deal and Dealmakers uh, Awards for Corporate Finance Team of the Year. Um, so that was quite humbling. Um, so, uh, but we have built, you know, being very biased, a world-class team. So, you know, we've gone from effectively day one of me being in the office thinking, I need to go and win some work, um, to we now have, you know, people who are director, managing director level from investment banking. We have people from big four. We have people from industry so we have that ability to blend a lot of advice to to our clients um, and i think genuinely being disruptive being new being you know different in how we operate with clients has allowed us to win a lot of work 
Excellent, excellent, and congratulations on uh, being nominated for an award. So well done, that's amazing. Well done, well done. Um, I, and what I kind of took from that is that you know there's been, uh, you kind of talked about some challenges along the way then, and um, what's been the biggest learning from some of those challenges as as someone who runs a business then. Um, good question. I think um, the biggest, so probably the best piece of advice certainly I, I've been given is about make sure we have the best people in our business and don't be afraid to pay for them. Um, it sounds really simple, but you know we we are very selective in who we take on, and I think when even when I joined the business, there were six of us. We we were very fussy in, in the type of people we took into the business, and we wanted them to align to the story. We wanted them to have all the right expertise and. And that has continued um and by doing that it probably you know allowed us to accelerate that development uh, throughout because you can trust people to run divisions now we have you know divisional heads who are running their own business i don't i think involved in the day day to day of those so I, th I think the right people is key um and you know the other piece for me is you know that ability to i suppose be able to work on the business but also in the business um, so I came in to build a function and I, um, you know, we've done that and I am very much client facing. I work on projects and, and I want to work on projects. Um, probably some of the difficulty we have is as we've scaled, there's more things going on at the company level that we, we want to do and we want to progress and strategic actions, etc. So, um, you know, that, that's been tough, and, and I think it's tough for any owner or manager of a business is, is how you blend the two uh, and make sure you're growing from a revenue perspective, but also thinking longer term, you know, three, four, five years out. So probably the best thing we did is we, we formalized with the board, we brought in all these executives, we a bit of gray hair and gravitas to us, and um, we, you know, added more people into our board to help us, you know, create you know, the right sort of mechanism and the right pathway for growth. Excellent, excellent. Um, and as for growth then, um, as you just sort of ended it there, is there aspirations for the business to grow uh, in the next five years, 10 years, even even further? Yeah, for sure. So we, um, in fact, we work in year two into a five-year plan uh, for us, which we developed. And and I think, again, I think that was a, a really good thing for us to do as a business. And any business should be thinking long-term um, because whilst the route to the end goal may not always be smooth sailing, I think having at least an end goal in your head is, is always useful for, for any company. Um, for us, it's about, I think, our biggest office is Aberdeen, um, and we have most of our people here. Um, for for us, it's about how do we expand it geographically successfully. Uh, so we we have aspirations, and we've just taken a bigger office in Edinburgh. We've got a new senior person joining us very shortly in Edinburgh in August. I think we will look to replicate what we do in the strategic locations, and that effectively comes back to us. I think we win work because of our business model and you know that that's key because if we had the same business model in Edinburgh, Manchester, London, Newcastle, wherever that may be, then we're competing with the same type of firms that we're competing with in Aberdeen or Dundee or um, Edinburgh and actually there's there's a real place for it and there's a real gap. 
Excellent, excellent. Well, yeah, and uh, all the best. That's um, that's amazing. That's amazing. Um, kind of got to go off uh, topic a little bit here, and I, I kind of want to know what sort of spurs you on a little bit. So, when you think of um, success or successful people, um, who's the first person that comes to mind? Oh, good, good question. I'm uh, I'm really bad for this because I'm. I'm I don't look at one person and say, I absolutely, I want to be be like them. And uh, I'm probably the opposite to that. I think we try very hard and to carve our own path. And success for me is not about, you know, ultimately building a business or having money in the bank or anything. It's about your family. It's about uh, being healthy, you know, all of that around, around there. Um, and, the, and the reason that I'm probably not answering your question um, specifically, but you know, for me, it's a bit like that. You, you see some people are always chasing happiness. I think it's about how do you be successful where you are um, and how do you be happy where you are and, and just keep going on that journey. So there are a bunch of really interesting business names out there that, you know, we, uh, or certainly I, have follow and I think they've done a great job. But actually some of the super successful people that you see in the, in the news have taken up a lot to get there. Um, and, uh, you know, whether that's family or whether that's you know, personally. So yeah, I, I try and just stay stay pretty grounded um, and make sure we're happy where we are, but actually we've got a, a pathway to go. So hopefully that's an elegant way to not answer your question. Yeah, I, I think that's a great answer. I, I think that's a great answer. Maybe I'll I'll I'll, I'll ask something uh, kind of similar then. Is there anyone who maybe maybe not based on success then, is there anyone who who has inspired you or inspires you still? Um, yeah, it's, it's, again, a good, a good question. I, I think, you know, having been in transactions for for a lot of time, I think the, the people that, you know, certainly there's a lot of people in the local market that, you know, are inspiring in terms of what they've done and how they have done it. Um, and, you know, they've built some fantastic businesses and created a lot of uh, opportunity for people. Um, you know, I, I can take inspiration for a lot of people around me. So, give an example our board um we've um got a guy peter stewart who worked for a private equity company for years and years was an engineer went into private equity and was instrumental in some pretty big transactions now that that is great and, and amazing to see our other non-exec rick clark he uh, came out of kpmg he was senior partner there and then went and actually was a cfo at the private equity um back business that i um work for back in the days and and um you know again what, what he's done has been really really exciting and uh just just a great person to work with um and uh so yeah you know, i i look around my clients and i think that's pretty interesting you know some of these where you've got businesses that have grown that have become very successful that they've taken some risks um and they, they've built something significant and i think all of those for me are are impressive. That's brilliant. So you've you know your clients are an inspiration to you. I think that I think that's amazing. That's admirable. So yeah, thank you so much. Again, another good answer. Thank you so much. Um, listen, I've got one last question. Um, and I always like to ask this one just before we wrap things up, and it's um as you know someone who's running a very successful and growing business, um. 
Is there any advice that you would give to a business owner right now, whether they're um, just about to start off in their uh, their new business adventure or if they've been in business for a long time? Is there any advice that you would give any any business owner? Yeah, um, definitely. And uh, you'll think I'm incredibly biased on this, but and to be honest, uh, I would say that anybody is to take in the right finance support very early um, and you will feel like you're paying more for it than you want to in the early days of the business but it will be worth its weight in gold uh, when it comes to you know effectively either selling your business or raising some capital or something else you know being, being a transactions guy the number of businesses and clients that we have that you know, are very successful but actually don't have the level of detail and data that you would need um, or I suppose foundation for for transaction would surprise you. So um, yeah, I, I think the good housekeeping is is the best thing to do, and making sure that you understand your business, you've got a very very clear understanding of the financial performance, the cash flows of your company, and the other pieces around tax, and making sure you're well well set up for tax. If there is ever a deal killer, it's tax, um, and you know that's something we see where people just don't do enough. Um, to be honest, so I and these are all the things that are easy to forget in the early days because you're busy running around, you're winning work, and, and you're being successful. Um, but if if you don't think about them early enough, it'll be something that comes back to haunt you. Yeah, a great piece of advice, great advice, and thank you very much for that, Adam. And thank you very much for joining us today for the business spotlight interview. It's been a pleasure, Adam. Thank you. No, thank you. Very welcome. Okay. Thank you very much for watching Business Spotlight. I'm Mark Hunter and we've had Adam Maitland. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye now.